Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Philly Sy, sitting to my right is Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. What up boys? Hello. Evening. How are we doing? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Not bad. Better than me then? Yeah. <laughs> Collectively, yes. I've got the lurgy yes. guys, so uh, apologies in advance if uh, it sounds a little bit flat. Um, I'll try and be energetic about talking about the games to uh, compensate for it. And what a great week four we had, guys. Mm-hmm. I, would, I enjoyed watching the games. What um, about you? You must have done, Sai. Yeah, 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 definitely. Not so much you, Dave. Uh, until that last minute, yeah. <laughs> it's always the last minute for you, it's isn't it? It's always the last minute. <laughs> Full short. Always premature. Yeah, come up short. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the story of his life. <laughs> let's dive straight into it, shall we? Let's start with Thursday night and the game that, uh, Sai, you predicted would be a win for the Packers. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, mate, but you were you were wrong on that yeah, prediction. So, so did everyone else. So are we gonna <laughs> yeah. are we gonna lay into them? No, no, just, just you, just you. Okay, fine. Okay. Uh, the Philadelphia well, I, Eagles. I, I said the Eagles. No, you didn't. I did on. Well, our, I said you, you I were did too on our bad. Prediction you know, league, so I got yeah, that right. Yeah, well, you didn't on this podcast last yeah. week. No. And also, where it counts. We're back. I said it would be within a score. I said it'd be a tight game. Yeah. So did I. Yeah, but you said it'd be the wrong way around. Yeah. Ended up 34 to 27 to Philadelphia. A bit like the Browns last week, the Packers had four chances to score from the one-yard line but couldn't get it done. Um, there was a tip and a pick by the Eagles with 25 seconds left to ice the game. That was the tip by Craig James and the pick by Nigel Bradham. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig James. Craig James, yeah. yeah. Bit of a story of that, isn't it? Oof, yeah. Off the practice squad this week, I think. Yeah. Because you were, as you said, short at uh, defensive back. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Tell me about the game then, Sai. Come on, three touchdowns for Jordan Howard. Yeah. Can't be bad. Yeah, not so good on my fantasy bench, but there we are. Um, <laughs> you got to th- back your boys. Yeah, I know. I think um, we just ran the ball really well. That was the the big key. I mean, you look at Wentz's stats. Only three for 160 yards. Three touchdowns, great. I think the other key behind that sat behind that was special teams. Yeah. You know, we had one long uh, kickoff return, and then obviously the kickoff out of bounds helped us as well on the, on, um, the second touchdown drive. So yeah, short fields helped, but I thought yeah, just establishing the run and sticking with it, and also for me sticking with Howard and Sanders rather than mixing it up completely. I think sometimes we just too get much too of a much, committee. Yeah, too much, and sometimes it just really you get a hot hand, feed the hot hand, mm-hmm. um, and, and we tend to step away from that too often for my liking. Cold cut buffet. Yeah, and also turnovers on defense. Really yeah. Helped. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a good game overall for the defense. Yep. I mean, eventually it started out really bad. Um, trying to locate <laughs> their wide receivers was an interesting task for the DBs. But it was, it was a very good game for Devontae Adams. He had his best amount of yards. I think it was ten catches, one hundred eighty yards. Yeah, which is crazy to then him not get a touchdown at the end of it. But yeah. I think that was the, for him. that was the big. Um, the big thing that went out helped us towards the end of the game is that he was obviously on the sideline. Yeah, uh, a toe those, injury, I think. Yeah, for those last two sort of drives where they, uh, like you said, the fourth um, from the one yard line, mm-hmm. and then they were in in the red zone again when the um, tip pass and interception. Yeah, and then he was off the field for both of those drives, and that I think that helped us. I think they won us the game really. Mm-hmm. I think we probably would have struggled. Anything you want to say on the game, Dave? I don't stick on this for too long, really. No, the only thing really was that. We've heard a lot about the Packers D and how great the Packers D is. Yes. Let's be honest, they've played the Bears, who haven't got the best offense, the Broncos, who certainly don't have the best offense, yep. and the Vikings, who blow hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Between the three of those games previous, they'd conceded 35 points. Yes. 
They come up against a legit elite quarterback and can see 34 points in that one game. So it's interesting to see how good are they actually. I think I think it's run defense is their problem. Maybe, and that's I think and picking maybe up tight ends as well. What we found out is is the the wrong game. Mm. Yeah, I think picking up tight ends for them is is somewhat of a, a difficulty as well. I mean, that was one of the criticisms on the on the first game against the Bears was that they didn't run the ball enough. Mm. Um, but you think Dalvin Cook had a good game against them, so. Yeah, it's a weird one for the Packers. Yeah, it's obviously a step back. To lose at home is never good for them, but it was the Eagles, so they couldn't be too mad at that. Yeah, I don't think it's a, a, a bad loss for them. I think it's one that they could say as well would go either way. Just a bit messy, really, wasn't it? I mean, Rodgers had over 400 yards passing, but he had a, you know didn't really get too much done in the red zone. Um, had a lost fumble and an exception in the game as well. So not overly great stats for, for Rodgers. He doesn't look happy. No. He just doesn't look happy this season. Um, just one quick thing then left on the Eagles and we're we'll talking about injuries uh, Sidney Jones left with a hamstring injury yeah. so you're down to two cornerbacks now including Craig James who was off the practice squad yes. and Russell Douglas we've so. picked up Orlando Scandrick oh have you? Yes. Oh, well done what was good though is that journeyman I, yeah. uh, cornerback I mean, from the Cowboys what can you do though it's huh. yeah, pretty rough Going what was Daniel good though Ramsey, I had but... uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar in my fantasy team zero catches <laughs> zero attempts <laughs> solid Oh dear! I think that that's. I've said this to. It's the same with the Patriots run game. Yeah, it's difficult to know to pick up a Patriots run. We said this last well, week. Well, yeah, we? yeah. And I think it's the same with the Eagles wide receivers as well. I think they it and um, went spreads the ball around. Yes, it's just hard to really know which one to pick up. Yeah, and going back to what I mentioned a minute ago, your best wide receiver was a tight end. Yeah, and the amount of times we just saw that ten yard slant inside. And finding his way in between a linebacker and a, a safety was it was Zaka, so it was interesting. He shows up very often for you. Let's move on then to you mentioned the Patriots. Let's go into it then. The Sunday games uh, in Orchard Park, New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. One of the most turgid offensive performances you're going to see for a long time. Um, yeah, just terrible QB play. I think on both sides. Uh, am I am I wrong for saying this? Nope. Brady, eighteen uh, out of thirty nine, four hundred fifty yards. Zero touchdowns, as usual. Uh, one interception. A QBR of 10.3. Overall rating, 45.9. Josh Allen wasn't really any better and had three interceptions. Um, yeah, this was... And Matt Barkley came in. And, had and Matt Barkley had to come well. in because Jonathan Jones took Allen out what of the game. What a performance by Matt Barkley, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, he performed exactly the same as Josh Allen would, really, I think. Uh, if, if you can't get on the field because you're not as good at passing as Josh Allen... That says all you need to say, really, about. No, it's nothing to Matt do. He's, he's a better passer. There's he's no, not a better passer. No, there is. There's no doubt about that. He's just not. I, I, not I'm going to doubt it. Mm. Did you see him on the Sunday? He completed nine passes for 160 odd yards. 130, that's, but. Okay, 130. But I mean, that's still for a backup coming in. That's not bad. It's okay. And I mean, the Bills don't really have any premier wide receivers, so no, it's okay. All right, you want to be anointing Matt Barkley? Well, he's, I mean, he's done that. Sai knows about Matt Barkley. I do. He's done that against the defense who everyone's lamenting is the best in the NFL. So he's just lamenting the Patriots as the best defense in the NFL. A lot of people. That's not right. I mean, they've got a very good defense, but they're not the best in the NFL. Statistically, I think they are. Stats, schmats. God, you saying that, Jesus? Stats can prove anything. Well, forty-five percent of people agree with that. Oh, exactly. Um, yes. So they let's just quickly mention that hit on Josh Allen yeah um, first of all Josh Allen has never learnt the slide yep and this is 
this was bound to happen eventually, as far as I could see. You know, when you you play at Wyoming, no one's really going to be pressuring you. There's not the, the talent there on the other side of the ball to really hurt you as a QB. He's as tall as a mountain, so he's used to scrambling around. But eventually, someone's going to lay the hammer on you. Mm-hmm. They did. He wasn't ready for it, and he's yeah. out of the game. Might come back next week, but the Patriots did their job there. Uh, Jonathan yeah. Jones. I don't understand how he wasn't ejected. Was it just the jersey he was wearing? Well, that's probably. There's a, yeah, there's a couple of um, the Bills players have come out afterwards and said that if that hit was, was on, on Brady, Brady, you'd be out for the game and probably a couple of games afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk later about another player <clears> that <throat> did get ejected from a game for a disgustingly <laughs> dirty hit. But I don't see how Jonathan Jones was any different, yeah. really. Um, the I, I believe the intent was there. He can say all day it wasn't, but he lowered his head into mm-hmm. a guy that was already being tackled. Yeah. Uh, did want to say something good about the game. Uh, Frank Gore. Mm. He managed to tick over 15,000 career yards rushing. The 36-year-old went over 100 yards on the game for the 45th time in his career. He's now fourth overall in career rushing yards. I'm looking at you two. Who do you think's ahead of him? Any no. ideas? OJ Simpson. No. <laughs> he got caught. So he, Did he? Yeah. He was killer. Now go on. No? Okay. Number, uh, number three. Sanders. No. Deion Sanders? He's the cornerback. They're not the other Sanders. <laughs> Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Emmett yes. Smith, one of them. Yes. Emmett Smith is number one. Barry Sanders, number three. CJ Anderson. In the middle, you're so close. Am I? Walter Payton, sweetness, was there at number two. Man of the year. So is Frank Gore going straight into the Hall of Fame when he retires? Well, he's eligible, (laughs) of course. Yeah. No. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because that's his 45th plus 100 yard game, Dave. He he will, and he should. But yeah, it's kind of like he doesn't stand out as a in in, you know in 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 line with those other names. He does. I mean, it's like in football. How many how many Premier League winners' medals has David May got? Let's be honest. <laughs> you say that, Sai, but you know this. The league has turned from the seventies into a passing league, so actually, running backs don't get as many carries as they yeah, used no, to. I I go back to the point where I said he sh- he should and he, he will. Should, right, but, but I just don't think he he stands out in the same way as the other three do. Well, possibly not, but you know. We, don't, we haven't lionised him yet. I think names. if you give it a few more years into the future, once he has retired, yeah. we'll probably start looking back at his career and the fact that he hasn't ever really dropped off. Uh, the 49ers probably shouldn't have got rid of him, really. Mm. But he's, he's made a career for himself there. Uh, let's move on then from the, the Patriots winning 16 points to 10. <laughs> Ridiculous game. Uh, let's go to Detroit against Kansas City. Squeaky punk time for you. uh, Not for me, because I'm not a Kansas Chiefs fan. uh, You were worried, though. (laughs) I wasn't worried. Uh, It was in my hacker, so I (laughs) I was worried in that respect. But uh, the Detroit Lions put on a show, but still end up losing at home. 34 points to 30 was the final score. This game, guys, was a fumbly mess. Kansas City fumbled with Watkins, McCall Hardman, and Daryl Williams. On the other side, Matt Stafford and Kerryon Johnson fumbled. Johnson's uh, fumble was returned for a touchdown because he was trying to stretch into the end zone. So a great bit of play there I by Bashad Breland. That was the key point of the game, really, because at that point it was, I think it was 14 all. And if they score that touchdown, they go 21 14 up. I think it was 13 all at half time. So. Of course it was. Yeah, yeah 13 all. So 20, they go 21 14 up. Uh, 21 13 up. 2013, but we know no, it was 20. <laughs> 
I'm sure it was 2014. Either way, <laughs> the fact Carry is, on. it was picked up, run down the other end, yes. and all of a sudden there's a 14 point swing. Mm-hmm. I think that was the turning point in the game, really. I just I was really impressed by the Lions. You know, all week they had to listen to the reports. Oh, Casey, are going to turn up and just get the win. That's obviously disrespectful, and they responded the right way because they they tackled aggressively. They weren't just looking to wrap up; they were looking to punch the ball out, and they managed it several times. And I think, I think Casey also looked a little bit flat. They looked like they were just they didn't feel like they were in the fight until the fourth quarter, where they did put fourteen points on the board, especially that final drive. I just think the Lions look underrated on both sides sides of the ball and they're probably quite happy about that really just to kind of go under the radar I've been quite impressed with them the last two weeks really they look, yeah. they look properly coached they look like a proper team mm. which you don't normally say weird. about for yeah. last season Matt Patricia was not yeah. doing well yeah. yeah there was rumours of players being on strike and all mm. sorts but him being lazy as well yeah but I mean they've got Kenny Golladay who's looking a lot better than I think most people mm-hmm. thought he would be um, Marvin Jones is under the radar as well as yeah. A, yeah. a wide receiver and I actually think that Johnson's a fairly decent running back as well over 150 yards for mm-hmm. Kerryon Johnson uh, LaShawn McCoy on the other side got 89 yard scrimmage and a touchdown that's two in two weeks for LaShawn McCoy since uh, joining up with Casey but and even, two touchdowns for Daryl Williams as well so yeah, even Stafford's not looking Staffordish. yeah what you do you know, mean Staffordish? Throw it, doing stupid Scat-a-gun. things. Yes, yeah, just every now and again you look and you go, and who is that to? Seriously, who, who are you throwing that to? Do you think that might be TJ Hawkinson that's uh, helping him out there? I don't the think tight, it hurts. The tight end is the quarterback's favourite friend. I don't think it hurts. I mean, I wish we'd have got that that Ohio tight end rather than the one that we did. Oh, no offence. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you traded down. Thank you very much for doing that, by the way. And uh, yeah, it's all right. We'll see we get next year in the second. Hawkinson round. was gone by ten anyway, so yeah, you, know, know. you have to move up. Uh, yeah, four sacks for Kansas City. Uh, Christian Jones, Nandy, Matthew, and Alex Okafor. So good how, performance on defense. How much of it is down to the personnel that they bought in? I mean, you mentioned Okafor. Yeah. Um, Jesse James, who bought him from Steelers. I mean, good character. You've also got uh, Trey Flowers they bought in, Amandola yeah. they bought in. They've bought in just solid guys in the locker room. How much of it is down to that, I wonder? Are we talking about the Lions? The Lions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Okafor's for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I thought he got to the Lions. What do I know? <laughs> there we go. But again, they're still bought in solid they, guys. They have, yeah. And you're looking at them thinking they look a completely different proposition to what they did last season. They might just cause an upset in the NFC North. We're seeing, you know, the Bears aren't always getting it done. Mm, yeah. The Vikings don't want to win by the looks of it. And uh, the Packers took a loss at home as well. So it's not beyond the wit of man that the Lions no, could not. could challenge this division, actually. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking Okwara, not Okafor. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> They're so close. Yeah. They're so close. Uh, yeah. Let's move on then to Indianapolis, where the Oakland Raiders uh, got the win, actually. I can't believe I'm saying this, but they quite comfortably got the win. 31 points to 24. Uh, good good win on the road mm. they're on the road for a long time now I think it's about what November when they get back home yeah mid-November yeah uh, the one thing obviously we're going to have to talk about very quickly is Fontes Perfect uh, ejected and banned for the rest of the season after hitting Jack Doyle early in the second quarter that guy was jogging off the field before the replay turned up on the on the big screen. He knew exactly what he did. And looking quite proud of himself. Yeah, he was blowing said. kisses to the yeah. indie fans. So, How much of that contributes to the ban, um, as much as his history does? I, I think it's just the history, I isn't it? Just, he's I, I been given every chance history. in yeah. the world, yeah. and he just keeps blowing it. 
I don't I don't I don't like the ban, if I'm honest. No? The ejection from the game, yeah, a hundred percent. Right. The ban for the rest of the season based on that hit, I don't like. I get, I understand it, fully. It, but it's not based on that hit though, is it? No, no, a hundred percent and I agree. But it, I just I just don't feel right. It does it does for me. I think it, if, if it if he has anyone he had two but, previous chances, he's not learned his lesson. If it's he's anyone but perfect, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just doesn't something doesn't sit right. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, the fact is, is Vontae's perfect. I couldn't give a toss either way, if I'm perfectly honest. Well, what would you do then? I don't know. I can't... I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. It did, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I don't think that he shouldn't shouldn't be banned for a few games. It's just that a ban for the rest of the season when we're only on week four... Yeah. He's been banned before, Dave. No, I know. but And that's why he's getting banned. It wasn't for what he did now. It's for what he's done previously. And that was not what sits right with me. I'm not saying it's wrong. Obviously, it's not. I, I, um, do, I just think that you ban- some games yes not not the no, season maybe I think because he had a ban before for it didn't learn his lesson from it and I think that's the key thing is that the the, in, the intent was so was so clear there yeah there was no need this, for it it was just a flagrant hit yeah and, and that and if you're not going to learn your lesson previously then you increase the, the ban it's the same as like Luis Suarez oh no we brought in football well, no, but like bitey, bitey. but like he should have got a bigger ban the second time he bit someone to stop him from doing it for a third time. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah, I mean, if we think Antonio Brown's got CTE, how much does uh, Vontes Perfect got? Well, how much have his victims got? I'm not saying it's a wrong decision, <laughs> but something just doesn't sit right with it. And I, I totally agree that it's probably the right thing to do. I don't know. I just If the Raiders aren't going to release him, then the league's got to step in. They shouldn't have signed him in the first place. He's a liability. I do agree that he should have been banned, and he should have been banned for a few games. But just to finish him for the end of the, for what is essentially thirteen weeks, it just doesn't. He needs feel... to retire. He needs to retire, mm. or the league needs to stop giving this guy a chance. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he can come back next year, and then if he does it again, he's he's gone again, and that's the problem. Like. Well, I'm do? glad he's out of my division. Let's have, let's have it that way. Yeah. That uh, it was up to the Raiders, and they were willing to keep giving him chances. I just don't understand it at mm. all. I, I, he's not got any pace anyway, so I don't even really see what the point of having him on the field was. But uh, good to see him gone. Uh, good to see that Jack Doyle wasn't too badly hurt, and uh, yeah, and the, the Raiders get the win. I would have to caveat that by saying that obviously the Colts were dealing with a lot of injuries. No T.Y. Hilton or Devin Funchess. Marlon Mack went out during the game. There was no Darius Leonard or Malik Cooker on the defence as well. So you have to temper the excitement a little bit if you're a punk. Mm. Um, Although he's probably over the moon because sat to Oh, two. yeah. <laughs> Give him it this week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Because obviously uh, the Bears are, are coming to uh, London with the Raiders this weekend. So great opportunity to see the uh, Raiders lose again in London because that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anything else on this game? I mean, Eric Harris got a pick six after Brissett tried forcing it when they were down. I think there are some positives for the Raiders, and as much as I don't like praising the Raiders, there's that stat that they've not won, that. not won in a billion years when going that far east. And I mean, it was a stat we heard nothing but last week. If, when yeah. they go that far east and playing in an early game, they, they won like one in 30 games or something like that the fact is they went there and they won they're sitting there 2-2 two and two. that means they're the fourth best AFC team at the moment um, so yeah I mean props to them why not yeah fine mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's not going to last. <laughs> yep. No. Agreed. <laughs> but, you know, well done. It is good to see that Indy is still scoring multiple touchdowns. There's Brissett's the only QB in the league, I think, that's got scored multiple touchdowns every week so far. Okay. So, and they did keep it close. That means he's better than Mahomes, then, right? Could be. Could be. <laughs> Careful now, you'll upset him. <laughs> there will be a Brissetta sexual. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's go on to Miami. Brilliant place to be, especially for the LA Chargers. Uh, end up winning 30 points to 10. But guys... They made a meal of it. Guys. Did they ever. It was... Yeah, yeah. Actually, Miami took the lead in this game. It was... When that happened, it was brilliant to watch because all I was doing was looking in the stands and people were so ironically celebrating over the top. It was hilarious. There's one guy who was like faking, doing the whole cry, looking up to God and screaming and his wife's doing exactly the same. And it was brilliant just to see that whole... This is probably going to be the highlight of our season in week four, taking the lead in the first quarter. It was, it was just hilarious to watch. I mean, they kept it relatively close in the first half. Mm. They even led for the first time in the season, but only for just under four minutes. Uh, the Chargers never punted in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> well, if you don't want to, then don't do it. Mm. Um, yeah, Dolphins have been outscored 163 points to 26 over the last over the first four games, I should say. Uh, and 81 to nothing in the second half this season so and also just one of a damning stat here of the other 0-4 teams Broncos Redskins and Bengals they have a combined minus 128 point differential the Dolphins have a minus 137 yep I mean that that says tells you all you need to know they are the worst team in the league but they if the season ends right now they currently don't have a top three pick in the draft. So, as, I told as you, you said last, last week, week, yeah, they suck at sucking. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> trying. They are trying. As that point differential shows, no doubt. Uh, Dolphins. Oh, Josh Rosen got sacked four times. Desmond King got two and a half sacks, which is good for him. Uh, Melvin Gordon back on the sidelines, suited but not booted. Mm-hmm. Didn't get a snap. So thank you very much for helping me to lose to Dave in the fantasy this week, Melvin. So I good. was really hoping we- just because it was such a car crash. Miami team, they might just stick Gordon in for the fourth quarter or something and he'd score a couple of touchdowns. Well, he matched my uh, Nelson Aguilar <laughs> point scoring. Two zeros. Yeah, so look elsewhere for your blame, Jim. Yeah. Well, what Dave's trying to say I'll there. have to look in the mirror, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, as if it, as if being a Dolphins fan isn't bad enough already, the final kicker was one fan got fleeced for $724 buying two beers during the game. Don't know if you heard about this. What? Yeah, so one of the beer vendors was uh, scamming or skimming his own personal card reader. I mean... So a guy went up, bought two beers, went back to his seat, then got a notification from his bank that he'd been charged $724. Said the vendor's name, obviously the guy got fired, it was all okay in the end, but... uh, Did he only get fired? Did the guy not knock him out as well? Well, I don't know if he found him or not. Maybe they slit his throat. You don't mess with another man's beer. Uh, Right. (laughs) Or their bank account. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, slitting his throat's a bit... Why oh, you say that? Just any other fan base could have probably dealt with it right now. But oh, imagine if he did that in Philly. Christ. Kicking him when they'd he's down. They'd have hung him from the crossbar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all okay in the end. Guy got fired. So, uh, yeah. That was the Miami game mm. against the Chargers. As obvious as it could have got. But um, still nice to see the, the Dolphins stuck in it for a little bit with, with Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Devontae Parker looked okay. Yeah. I just look at it and I think, well, that was down to the Chargers, not down to the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You're not looking at as soon as you saw that they scored, you're like, why? What did they do to mess it up? <laughs> and of course, Melvin Gordon back next week, expected to play. 
So, what are we thinking? Start him in your fantasy gym. Get three points. I will. Yee! <laughs> it might help. Thanks very much, Sai. Please start him in your fantasy. Am well, I playing you this weekend? Oh, I've got Austin Eckler, so I'm hoping he doesn't. <laughs> Watch those touches drop straight off, Dave. We'll see. Time to sell Austin Eckler if you can. No. You want to buy him? No. <laughs> Let's go on to New York. The Washington Redskins went to the New York Giants and Lordy. What a performance. 24-3. to three, The Giants got the win. Uh... Case Keenan was replaced by Haskins midway through the second quarter. Ridiculous I mean, decision. I said last week. It was, but three interceptions. Yeah. What do you expect? What do you expect when they completely, the Redskins completely mishandled the entire situation? I agree. Monday morning, they should have named Haskins as the starter. Yeah, okay. They didn't, and then Keenan was the starter, so he took the entire week's snaps leading up to the game. Do you know what the problem is for me with that? It's the fact that Gruden is obviously under pressure. Yep. And for me, this almost felt like this is the weakest team potentially we're going to be playing this season in the Giants. Yep. Or the weakest defense we're going to be playing this season in the Giants. Since they started, yeah. Yep. So let me throw him in, keep everyone happy, keep everyone off my back for a bit, and try and make it good. Yeah. The problem was it didn't work. I mean, when you saw. When you, whenever you've seen Jones come off after throwing a touchdown, it's almost like he's clear eyed. He's looking, going, okay. Which eye? <laughs> it's almost like all right, I've thrown an interception it is what it's like when you watch a boxer get knocked down you get back up and you can just see straight away yeah yeah he's not out he's yeah, absolutely shake fine. It off, get yeah. yeah and he's like right he goes to the yeah, he goes to the um, coordinator the coordinator sits there with a tablet and they go through what they're going to do when Haskins came back he looked a bit you know what I mean out and it was that kind of thing of going like just calm down but he's not been in this situation before and it was hard for him and you could see the difference in the they two. They dumped him in. That is and no, they no way to do that. Yeah. No way to do it. He didn't have Terry McLaurin there either. Well, no, no Jordan Reed. He hasn't, got a le- he hasn't got a left tackle with any worth. No left yeah. tackle. Yeah. They fed him to the walls basically. Yep. And they didn't give him the, didn't the practice. Game. He didn't have the playbook ready and they just dumped him in there. Yeah. That is appalling coaching. They, they should have just, I mean, they lost badly. Yeah. yeah, it was a terrible it's a game. Shell of a team. Yeah. They were going to lose either way. Well, if they'd given him a chance, then I think Haskins might have done something no, with no, the game. I mean, but... I mean at, given how they'd gone into with with it starting this sure. game, I mean, got it. Yeah. So having made that decision during the week, the way it was going, they were they were going to lose. They only switched when the fans got onto them so much yeah. that they had to switch up but even then it was like okay Keenum's done okay well Keenum got injured did he not that's the only reason they bought on Haskins no they just no, benched him he benched, I thought he got injured him. he was pretty no, much he threw, he threw an interception at me and so he just like, got benched yeah, yeah. But he, and it's he, an even more bloody stupid decision then as well yeah because he'd barely even he'd barely even been in yeah like as in I think he only threw about 8 or 9 attempts like I said it was midway through the second quarter yeah. they, they made the switch but that's the worst of all worlds because it wasn't even half time to think about it. It was just grab your helmet, you're going on now. Absolutely appalling way of uh, with handling it. And the Redskins got form for messing up with their uh, franchise quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Giants then. So uh, Wayne Gorman come in and covered for Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. 118 yards and two touchdowns. So yeah, this is not not really a drop off there. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? No. <laughs> I, mean, um, I mean, he was helped by the. Yeah. Defense he was up against on the well. You can only score against what's putting front of you. Yeah, of course, yeah. I think he did. It, he did a very good job, and there was a couple of po- couple of times where he's getting yards after contact as well, which is always a good sign that someone's on a good day. Yeah. Um, 
But it's a huge, big advantage for the Giants in the fact that they're not seeing that drop-off that everyone was expecting with Barkley going. Well, um, I just think let's, let's see. Yeah, you can only see, Yeah, I agree. You can only look at what he's done so far. He's mm. played a bad team. I don't know who the Giants have got next week offhand, um, but it'll be interesting to see what he does because I think the... Um, I think Barkley's going to be out for another Vikings. four or five weeks. With the Vikings, I mean, he might get 300 yards, he might get three yards. Who knows with the Vikings this mm. season. Um, the other thing was Peppers as well. Jabril Peppers yeah. had a really good game yeah. and he was part Got of the... Got a pick six, Dave. Yeah, he was part of the Beckham deal that came the other way from... Um, oh, you're saying that's a good deal now? I, tell you, I said it was a good deal. I said it was a good deal as soon as it happened. Oh, jeez. I think it's a brilliant deal. Well, Beckham got 10 yards this season. Oh, sorry, like this week. Pepper's got more yards this week than Beckham did. There you go. He also took the premier cornerback off Jarvis Landry, so mm. invaluable. Uh, two <laughs> interceptions as well for Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, one pick for Ryan Connolly. Two picks for Washington with uh, Quinton Dunbar. So yeah. Daniel Jones, the saviour of, of New York. Yeah. 225 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Good performance. <laughs> I know you don't like him and that's fine but he's done well so far so why well, he's, p- he's picked up two wins I don't think you can really say that did, did he pick well. up two wins I mean you know the team he was playing Matt in picked lost two wins the game for the Bucks last week yes okay. the team he was playing for one twice so there we go yeah let's move on <laughs> can't do this again yeah let's go to a really uh, interesting game it was the Baltimore Ravens at home to the Cleveland Browns and the Cleveland Browns smashed the Ravens 40 points to 25 Browns without their starting cornerbacks and Denzel Ward and rookie Greedy Williams but uh, the Browns had at least 10 plays of 16 yards and over yeah which you wouldn't have thought when you think about the Ravens defence that you could just kind of torch them on that regular occasion but uh, they got done by the Chiefs last week and gave up a load of yards they've done it again to the Browns what are we thinking about this Ravens team how, how big a step back is this? Not not massively. I'd maybe be a bit more concerned about the other side of the ball. And that Lamar Jackson went back to a bit more Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Okay. Just as I traded him to... <laughs> Today. That's right. I won this okay. week and Cooper Cup did nothing. So what's your point? Uh, he scored a touchdown. He didn't get many points. Enough. <laughs> Nearly the same amount as Lamar Jackson got. Yeah, so right. we both won, right? No, I didn't. I lost. Ah, you suck. <laughs> well, you'd say about Lamar, I mean, I think he's still putting a very good performance. He no, looked, I think I he think looked he... the best player on the offense for them. Yeah, he looks better than he did last year, but... He took four sacks in this game, hmm. but still had three touchdowns and two interceptions, 66 yards rushing as well, which yeah. does help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the, the blame really should be laid at, at Lamar's. I thought he was very accurate on no, those passes. I'm not saying let down a few the, times by the catcher. The the blame lays there. I just that's the only slight concern. So I'm not concerned about them necessarily going forward. I mean, defensively, it was odd from them. Well, like I said, I mean they they do, they gave up the yards against the Chiefs last week as well. Mm. It's something that the the Browns have been kind of threatening, I guess, for the start of the season. We haven't managed it yet. But this was their chance to, to really show up. Um, think about Nick Chubb. He had that 88-yard run. Uh, ended up with 183-yard scrimmage and three touchdowns. AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Jarvis Landry. 
did eight catches for 167 yards before leaving with a suspected concussion. So a great game for, for Landry as well. Yeah, I think Cleveland had a very good game. Mm. There's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last time they scored 40 points. And it's been five years since they topped your, um, your division. So Yeah, it's week four. So no, I, mean, I know, those... but positives. It's Cleveland. Let's Call your honest. Jets a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good performance for Cleveland. Um, this this is potentially a this was potentially a massive game for them in the fact that if they'd lost, yeah. If they lose, they go to one and three. Then they've got the 49ers next. Not being funny, but they probably lose that. They're away at the 49ers. Then they've got the Patriots after that. See? And then all of a sudden they're one and five. And it just this is a big game for them. This was a huge game. So instead of being one and three and everyone continuing to ask questions about the head coach, they're now two and two and again. AFC joint best uh, fourth best team in the AFC again because there's only three teams with a positive record so <laughs> it's, it's a big positive for them and with that yeah. if no one's got anything else to say no, we're going to move what on what more can you say congratulations to Cleveland on that one but more have got to think about their defence a little bit more especially your run yeah. defence yeah. but I, I do agree Browns call you Jets this is that Good. this is that <laughs> week where those people who are piping up going oh you know this is our season can carry on making idiots of themselves it's, yeah. still, I still don't think they're legit okay uh, next up then the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans this was a case of two great defences and two struggling offences as far as I can see except for one man Christian McCaffrey 179 scrimmage yards and one touchdown he led the receiving and rushing stats for both teams yeah he's the Here's the Panthers' offense, basically, yeah. isn't he? We don't really talk about McCaffrey enough, I don't think, on this podcast. But uh, where do we rank him in the in the running backs that are currently right playing? now? Yeah, first in all honesty, above above Dalvin Cook. Yes, right now above Saquon. Yes, okay. Yeah. Above CJ Anderson. Yeah, all right. yeah, above CJ. So he's legit. Yeah, no, I, I think right now he's because I think if you're talking on pure talent. Um, I think of course. is Zeke better probably as a pure running back as a definitely. pure running back yeah. as a dual threat no he's not mm-hmm. the only other guy who can come close to him as a dual threat is Alvin Kamara and Kamara is not having a legit season so right now is McCaffrey the best in the league right now probably but if someone argued with me and gave me a valid reason why I'm not going to sit there and say no absolutely not he's clear head and shoulders he's probably not clear head and shoulders but he is the best right now mm. You won't get many arguments from me. No. Okay. I'm sure uh, we're going to get an argument for James Connor coming up anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> no. What, what, what's your view then, Jim? No, I think you're probably right. As a dual threat, I think it's, it's difficult to see anyone that can catch the ball as, as well as he yeah. can out the backfield. I think I think the thing for me is that I remember his, his first year in the league, he didn't look like much of a running back. Like as a pure run, it's how he, he wasn't used that as, no, as well as no, he was really. No, he wasn't, and maybe that added to that feeling. But I think now he looks more like a you know somebody that you can even trust between the tackles. To I think the problem with Christian's first year was that that team was set up for the pass with Cam Newton scrambling it as the option. Mm. They didn't need a running back, yeah. or you know, but they did. So, well, they, they did. They did. they did, but they weren't using a running back in the right way. So when they realised actually we've got a guy that can catch the ball, yeah. then they just used him that yeah. way. But, but I think you look, but you look at him, they've, and you, they've don't, you don't think he's he's an up and down runner, but he can be. Well, yeah, he was shedding tackles, wasn't he, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and, and again today uh, on Sunday. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the offensive woes then, shall we? 
three sack fumbles for Kyle Allen, which was a massive comeback down to earth for mm. a guy that won the game last week. That uh, means the Panthers fans shouldn't be forgetting about Cam just yet. It's very quick to try and move off that that ladder. <laughs> but, uh, Teams have a habit of doing that, don't they? Though? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's a little bit disrespectful, but there we go. Uh, and then nine sacks in the game. I think if we talk about the defense very quickly, uh, six of them for Carolina, so two for Mario Edison, one for Shaq Thompson, one for Bruce Irvin, one for Vernon Butler, halves for Javon Elliott and uh, Brian Burns, the the rookie. So, what? Watson got sacked six times. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he's going to be dead soon. <laughs> Houston got sacks of their own for JJ Watt, Whitney Merciless, and Brennan Scarlett. It was a very tight game. Houston had a chance at the end to to drive it down, but just didn't quite work out. In fantasy, did you lose points for the interception um, from Hopkins? Because apparently Hopkins threw... They did a trick play. And yeah, he tried to throw it, it and he got Yes, I did lose two points for that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopkins has not been great on fantasy apart from week one this year. Was he your first round? <laughs> first well, round yeah, he was my first First pick. round, second, second overall. overall. Yeah. You know, you know that good um, Christian McCaffrey would have been around <laughs> You yeah, might as well have picked up Antonio Brown if I'm honest uh, it's a long season boys or TJ Eldon it's really long for you <laughs> it's, re- it's so long yeah you are the Miami so you think you'll get first overall pick next year anyway so it's, yeah. it's not how it works Dave. it is not how it works seems to let's talk about the highest scoring team of last week the Tampa Bay Buccaneers which is insane because they went to the LA Rams 55 yeah. to 40 the final score Jameis Winston. Sometimes you just can't stop the boy. This this reminds me of a, a, a Bucks game last season. I can't remember. It might have been the Saints who they played, and it was just a score fest. But that, that was yeah. obviously Fitz Magic. Because every time... Because Red Zone pretty much showed every every snap of this game because it was just that kind of game. Let's go, let's go back to LA. And it was non-stop. It's just something happening. Yeah, Winston ended up with 385 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, uh, which was a pick six. Goff, 517 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, I think the NFL record's like 550. I mean, he weren't far off the all-time record, single game. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. They were great between the 20s. Yeah. It's just the end. I mean, he scored 40 points. I know. He's yeah. still it was lost. just very oh. unrams like though. Yeah. That much, you know, throwing the ball that much. Yeah. But I think it was, obviously it was because they went down yeah. early. Like Yeah. Um, and then they just... But it's also the fact that I didn't realise Gurley hadn't hasn't got a hundred yards in in I think it's ten or eleven games now. It's it's a long, long time. Mm. So are they going to do what they did last season and go and pick up a running back who's free and lean on him because they're going to have to do that. They've got some other options at running back. They've mm. got uh, Brown. They've got Henderson that they can use. Brown got fourteen but, yards and Gurley got sixteen rushing yards. Yeah, but his receiving made up for that, right? Mm. Fifty-four. But it's yeah. still only fourteen rushing. He's still between the two of them. It's thirty yards. Well, I think. I think. But when when the game is getting away from you, you've got to keep passing the ball, yeah. though. So that's, that's why. That, that, maybe not. So as, my point is, they were they were behind early, playing catch up. From what, from what you saw of Gurley, though, whenever he got the ball, he was dangerous. Yeah, you know, he was breaking oh, yeah, tackles. Six, he was those sixteen yards killed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as he scored two touchdowns. You can say that some of those sixteen yards were tough yards because it's never that easy down yeah. by the goal line, is it? So no it's tough sledding. Let's talk about a guy that had another breakout game, Chris Godwin. Twelve catches on fourteen passes for hundred and seventy two yards and two touchdowns. Was he on your bench as well, so Yeah, he was, yeah. 
I had two, your bench was legit. I had yeah. two thir- like thirty point players on my bench. Your bench got uh, more than know. my first team. It did one hundred and five yeah. points. <laughs> oh, I wasn't anywhere close I mean, to that. Part but of that my, is, but my my first team got one hundred and fifteen. So I mean, it's not like it was that. Part, bad. part of that is because we had an eighteen round draft and every player in yeah, the NFL true. is sitting on some. Where, where, so, so he, a little story on him. He was a big doubt right up until kickoff. Hence why he was on my bench. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Can you do? Let's talk about the Bucks defense, shall we? Yeah. Shaq Barrett, Dave. I know. He's now got nine sacks on the My season. <laughs> I d- what and Sue picked up his fumble recovery for uh, a touchdown. Oh, and I'm And Brilliant. Shaq intercepted Goff as well. The funny thing is, I've seen on quite a few news outlets who don't mm. cover the NFL. Yeah. Um, I've seen them showing and Dominic Sue's um, pick up and run back yeah. and listening to people trying to pronounce his name is one of the funniest things <laughs> honestly it is it's brilliant it is superb um, no they I mean again look great Shaq Barrett is and was in Denver a really good player didn't necessarily get um, the amount of time to play once we um, picked up Chubb in the draft so, but obviously chose to go elsewhere and more done to him he's looking very very good at the moment Talks about the Ravens' confidence. What about the Rams after this loss at home? Um, it's not very often that a, a team like the Bucks come and lose in I, LA. I don't remember one recently. I don't really know what to say about the Rams in, in this game. It was just weird. <laughs> it's just weird, right? The you one thing t- I did notice, though, is that Aqib Talib. Keep Talib is a guy you want on your team when you're winning, and when you're not winning, you you don't want him on your team. And all yeah. he was doing, all he was, was mouth. And that's all he was yeah. this game. Every time you saw it, just mouth constantly, and he just think, just shut up and play the game. You're a captain. Just be quiet and play the game. Sounds like a repressed memories there, Dave. Mm. No, just just from the guy. Ga- dude, he won a Super Bowl with Denver. I respect the guy yeah. hugely, you know. And uh, snap it, snatching a chain off. Uh, Crabtree's neck. I'm, I'm yeah. perfectly happy. I'm all in for for a keep to leave. But the fact is, you just he's one of the guys you want on your team when you're winning and not when you're chasing a game. Okay. I think for me on the Rams, I need to find the wrong game again. I agree. Well, we'll see. Yep. It's just one of those games where the Bucks turned up and uh, well, that's what I mean. on their day they, they show that they've got the they've got the talent there. So yeah. Let's take a quick break then, guys. Let's come back for part two and we'll finish off the rest of the uh, the review and on to week five. Five games left then, guys. So, straight up, let's go to the NFC West. Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. Seahawks predicted to get the win. They duly did. 27 points to 10. Uh, what to say about this game, really? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald went uh, five catches, 47 yards, which moved him past Tony Gonzalez in the second place on the NFL career receptions list with 1,326. We've said so much about him. What more can you say? Yeah. Legend. Let's talk about Jadavion Clown then. He got his first career interception and even returned that for a 27-yard touchdown. He did indeed. On, uh, on little Kyler Murray. Good running performances though. David Johnson got 149 yards scrimmage. Chris Carson on the other side, 145 scrimmage yards and no fumbles. A miracle. So great to see. Yeah. Arizona, and Arizona haven't uh, beaten the Seahawks there since 2012. Not a great game for Arizona. Is there any is there any quality here for for the game or we're just going to move on? Nope. I have one bone to pick with you two though. What? During one of our breaks last week, I received a trade request. 
and it right. was Chris Carson for DK Metcalf. And you two were like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, trade him. Yeah. This week, DK Metcalf, one catch for six yards. Solid. Chris Carson, one catch, uh, sorry, 41 catches for 41 yards and 104 rushing yards. Right. I've been done. It's on you two. But was one game. Was it, wasn't your point that you needed a wide receiver? No, um, neither in of there. I've got enough of either, but I just feel like I've been ripped off here. I feel, and it's someone that you know as well, Jim. So I feel like it, <laughs> feel like it's some kind of conspiracy where you're. Well, I thought you had the better end of that deal. Look, can't just look at one game. Mm. That's all I've got to go off at the moment. <laughs> okay, can't well, just look come, at one game. Come back to us at the end of the year, and then we'll have another conversation. <laughs> when, when I'm one and fifteen, do I play Jim again? Because I know two and You might well do play him again, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to face you again, mate. Don't worry. The wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about wooden spoons, shall we? Let's go to Chicago, where the Minnesota Vikings were lucky to score anything against the Chicago Bears. Ended up 16 points to 6 in the Bears' favour. Trubisky scrambling on the sixth play from the scrimmage uh, when Daniel Hunter dragged him down. The quarterback's non-throwing arm got pinned awkwardly under his body, and the ball popped out. Not anything that popped out. Because Trubisky then left the game. Mm-hmm. Did not return. Chase Daniel came in and the Bears dominated the Vikings. Daniel went 12, 22 of 30 for the 195 yards and a touchdown. Good game for the perennial backup. A great game. Good game for the Bears because uh, Trubisky got injured. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Chase, mean, Chase maybe, Daniel. sorry, you can talk about uh, Chase Daniel a bit because he was a backup for, for Carson Wentz a he, couple of years ago. He was, yeah. That's the end of that. He <laughs> <laughs> also been a backup for Drew Brees. I Alex can't believe Smith. I can't believe for a single second that Chase Daniel uh, that he was a backup in Philadelphia and didn't receive any time on the field. I mean, everyone, every backup does. Uh huh. <laughs> Good for you, Dave. Good for you. I mean, the real killer for the Vikings was that Dalvin Cook was held to just thirty-five yards rushing on fourteen carries. Yeah, and that was without the Bears having defensive tackle Akeem Hicks or linebacker Roquan Smith. Yeah. So that is that puts in perspective really what that Bears defense is doing right now. Or, Surely, or this is that game again that the Vikings have each season. Last year it was Buffalo where they got absolutely mullered, and this year it was the divisional yeah, game against Chicago. But Buffalo weren't expected to win that game. Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think that Chicago were expected to only hold them to six points. Well, no. Points. What did they get? Six points. Six points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Dalvin managed to run run a touchdown in. And they went for two, didn't make it. So, I mean, it was looking like a shutout. It mm. didn't look close to being a game, really. Even and Chase Daniel. Now we've got to talk about it because obviously he came in, got and looked very comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's done this before. He's had a yeah. couple of games in the past where he's come in for like a Drew Brees or like I said, Alex Smith had a had a good game and then had a bad game afterwards. Yeah, he's, typ- he's, that, you know, he's typically typical been the Allen story where someone comes in, everyone's a bit hot on him, and then he. Yeah, he goes out the next week and proves that you were right in the first place not to start him. How long is Trubisky out for? I think it's a Do few we weeks, don't they? He's mm. going to try and come back earlier, but it's going to be a couple of weeks at least, I think. So. Yeah. Well, makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have nothing more to say on that. How about uh, how about Kirk Cousins thrown to the bus by both Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen after the game? Yeah, I mean, there's one of the one of the passes. Can't catch that, a break. Mm. One of the passes that um, he did miss though was to Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen should have caught it. There's no two ways about that. So, just shut up and support your teammate. That's all you need to do. 
Well, Thielen's done this before, hasn't he? Last season, he was bitching yeah. on the sidelines to, to Cousins. It's one thing bitching on the sidelines, but doing it in front of a press office is a different thing. Well, yeah. No, no, no. It's, I think the problem for Cousins is he's getting £34 million a year guaranteed. Yes. and uh, yeah. So you're going to get a lot of criticism if you're not winning games and not scoring a touchdown. And having I mean, to wait for a rush touchdown Cousins the might the just be a bit of a dick. And that's why everyone's doing it, because they just want him out. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. He's... he's it's a bit of a stretch. He doesn't look like a dick. No, I mean, no. He was in your division for a while. Was there ever any rumours of him being difficult? He wasn't a dick to me. Well, not to <laughs> you. But I mean, no, I don't. I don't. I generally don't think there was anything like that ever that's ever come. Then out it becomes. It's even more bizarre as to why you've got two players on the same week who've just thrown him under the bus somewhat. Maybe they're just looking. They're just angry, I suppose, and because mm. like, there's 34 million reasons to uh, have a go at the guy, I suppose. <laughs> Not great for Minnesota, you know. They they're trying to put a, a run together and they just can't ever do it. Yeah. And this is against a division rival as well. It's it's not a good look for them. What it's what I said at the beginning of the season. They're either going to be really really good or terrible. And it's very it's not so very. You've often. covered both bases. Yeah, but it's not very often they're just mediocre. How are, the, how are the splinters? <laughs> no, the splinters would be saying I'm going to sit. You know, they're going to be okay. I think they they're either going to be really bad or really good, and that's why they are interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to see Chicago this weekend against the Raiders. Yeah. If Chase Daniel sticks on three touchdowns or something, then what do you do with Trubisky? I I guess he probably comes back in, doesn't he? I guess. But it's that old... But it's it's whether you then make the decision, actually, we made the wrong choice with this guy. We'll see out his contract, but we're not going to extend it or anything. Yeah, maybe. But then you say the same... It comes back to the whole Kyle Allen argument with Cam Newton, doesn't it? Does, does it does well for one week, not so well the but next week. But if he does, if, if he does well next, I'm not, yeah, no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. I'm not talking about Chase Daniel. Obviously, Chase Daniel's he's 32 already. Mm. He? If he's going to make it, he probably would have made it by now. I'm talking about the decision you make moving forwards with the as, quarterback right, position, okay. as in to and the fact that you you sunk a second overall pick into this guy. He's never really translated, you know, to being a second overall pick kind of quality, and. Uh, Eventually, you're going to have to get around to contract season with him. And are you going to pay him? But it's a difficult thing. What do they do though? They're um, not bad. They're not bad enough at the moment. I mean, they're not going to be bad enough because they've got that yeah. quite young defense there. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to keep them nowhere near the top ten for a long time. I'm going to stick with what I said a couple of weeks ago. I think they've already made the decision to move off him. And the thing is, if they do decide to pay him then they're going to have to sacrifice one of their elite pieces on defence, which they're just not going to do. Just, there's no way they're going to do it. I don't trust Ryan Pace to actually have made that decision, Dave. Mm. I think that's if you were in charge, you'd have made that decision. Because you're quite decisive in that way. But I don't think that the Chicago Bears are, are wanting to make that decision anytime soon. It's going to be interesting, though. They're going to just not win the Super Bowl a few more years and then make the decision that uh, it's not worked out. Yeah, maybe. I just think that there's... I don't understand the reasoning behind looking at the way that he plays and the talent that he's got and making an argument for paying him a big contract I just don't see that argument if you pay if if it comes to the end of his rookie deal or three years in and you say okay we're going to sign him for 15 million a year which sounds like a lot but your average quarterback now is earning 26, 27, 28 million I mean Blake Bortles is on 15 million if you made the decision to go yeah but he's quality so you know well obviously <laughs> but if you made the decision to go okay we're going to extend it for another couple of years and give you 15 million a year at that point you're going alright I understand your reason I understand why you've done it because you want to give the second overall pick the best opportunity to develop mm-hmm. 
they give him a thirty million pound, thirty million dollar contract. I'm, I, I don't know. It's, it's a head shake because some one of those big pieces is going to go. He ain't worth it. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree as well. That's a bear's headache. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the time being, they're going to enjoy it. Obviously, get a chance to uh, attack the Raiders this weekend, so uh, they should be all right. <laughs> Three games to go. Then let's uh, scoot through these. Jacksonville at Denver. Good news for Denver. Von Miller got his 99th and 100th career sack, Dave. Yep. And the Broncos got to Minshew five times. We did. Bad news. Fortnite had a career day. Yeah. Uh, 245 scrimmage yards, which was, like I said, his best ever in the NFL. Uh, Flacco with a horrific interception to Ronnie Harrison. Yeah. Whereas on the other side, Gardner Minshew was pretty slippery inside that pocket. The the big issue with this game, I think, was the start of the third quarter. Okay. Came out after half time. Well, the fact that it restarted. And the fact that they decided Jack to continue. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Well, it's the fact that they came out and they spent 13 minutes on the field in the third and the fourth quarter. Well, in the third and at the start of the fourth, they they just controlled the game, and the de- defense was on the field for so long, and they controlled it at their pace. Right. So one of the big advantages we have is the fact it's at altitude, and I can be testament to this. You and that oxygen. It is. It's, it's not your friend. It's hard. It's not your friend. It's hard. So that's that's a big advantage for us. And they controlled the game and stayed on the field. So it didn't become an issue. You had the defense who was sitting on the sidelines with oxygen masks on, recuperating. Yeah. You had the offense who were essentially running the ball and not expending that energy. And they just played really, really, really sensibly. And that's all they did. They just controlled the game, made first downs. That was it. And they controlled it nonstop. But they Very only won at the end. Jack's performance, they man. only won at the end with that extra field goal, and that field goal at the end is killing us. But I agree. Yeah. That it's the oxygen. It's the, it's no, the attitude. That, that interception was that. That's what finishes off. But the the biggest, I think, the biggest disappointment is the fact that Bradley Chubb has done his ACL and he's mm. out for well, the that's season. Horrific, isn't yeah. it? As well, um, did it in his sleep. Apparently, when, when what when he went to bed. This is the story. So he came off with cramp. Right. Doctors checked him out. And he's done his ACL before, which is a, both a good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did his ACL before, said, no, 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 it's not an ACL, it's nothing bad. I'm going back on the field. Went back on the field. In the very last play, looked dominant, did really, really well. Came off, did his warm downs, everything else. Went to bed, woke up going, oh, my leg hurts. Um, went to see the doctor. They gave him an MRI and he's done his ACL. It's only a partial tear. So, so I've been... That's the season, isn't it? Yeah. So I've been in that situation. Yes. Like having done an ACL and walked away from it without thinking that there was anything necessarily that wrong with it. Right. That's just because you're a double R bastard, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I did break my elbow at the same time and drove home with a broken elbow. <laughs> so, but, but what a tackle! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just see the other guy. Yeah. So I, I do understand how that happens, though. Like you can, like on adrenaline. How, how did you break your elbow and tear your ACL at the same time? So uh, I was playing f- <laughs> soccer. Right. And, uh, I'd, I'd had a existing knee problem. Yes. Knee gave way. Yeah. Tore the ACL. As I fell, went to land, put my arm out, broke my elbow. What surface you are you playing yeah, on? Yeah, what are you on? Astro. Astro. Okay. Ooh. See, yeah. I, I tore my well, patella. I call it Astro. It's concrete. Yeah. Basically. Is it, was it Rivermead by any chance? Yes. Yeah, it's concrete. It's concrete. I, I, I tore my patella. Can't Astro. Yeah, I, I tore my patella, and I can tell you, I screamed like a girl. There's no way I was going to bed for about a month after that. Anyone who doesn't know the patella, <laughs> that's the big one that runs all the way down the front yeah. of the knee. Yeah. And it's the most, the second most painful thing I've ever done in my life. 
So back to the game. Yeah. yeah the, so the, yeah, the, Bradley the, Chubb's out. The thing for this game, it felt very Shaq much Barrett like back. if only you had Shaq Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much like the Isaiah Crowell game against the Broncos yes. last, last season with the well, Giants. Good callback. Had a big. The, big running game, didn't it? It, it, hap- it seems to happen to the, the, the Broncos. We, we have two things, really. Um, we have trouble stopping the tight end, um, small tight end slants inside, and then and the opposition picking up 10 yards. And right. we've had that problem for a few seasons now. We're overcoming it now slightly. Don't tell anyone, though. Everyone knows. <laughs> the other the other issue what we're having is stopping the run every now and again. So we had the Isaiah Crow where he ran for three days, and basically non-stop, <laughs> no one touched him. Yeah. And Fournette was the go-to guy, but the problem is our secondary was getting burnt so much we had to take a man out of the box at times. Mm. And this is where we've got to give props to Minshew in the fact every time a man was taken out of the box, run it and get yards. And it was that immediate, and you could see he was he was basically a run action, uh, an RPO where he was then calling the run, and it was him calling the run um, as opposed to the play call because Denver were dropping the middle linebacker out Todd Davis to go and play almost as a second safety. And as soon as they were about getting burnt on the top, were they? Yeah, yeah, massively. Because uh, I mean, our secondary is not. We haven't got that secondary at the moment. Okay. Um, and every time that happened, it was run the ball. So well done for Minchu, basically. He's looking good, isn't he? It's it's nice to see a sixth round draft pick coming in, yeah, being forced into the game mm-hmm. straight away, basically on the first week, and uh, and getting some wins for them. The season's not over for them by any yeah. means. Question though. Right now, say if Nick Foles comes back now, I know he's not going to. What do you do? If well, you're, you're paying Nick Foles. If you're yeah. Doug Moron, who do you pick? Doug Moron. Well, you pick you, like Jim says, you're you're paying Foles, aren't you? Okay. You so can afford paying. to put Minshew back on the bench. Yep. And great, you know, even if he doesn't play another game for you, you've got a trading option there mm-hmm. in a year's he's, time. To be fair, he's he's made himself a ten year career just off yeah. what he's done so far. He's exactly. Gonna, yeah. He's going to be in the if league. If Chase Daniel can walk around the league for ten yeah. years, then uh, and so can Guy Minshew now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But he's backing up the the confidence that he was shown walking into the league, so mm-hmm. it's good to see. Um, yeah, hopefully it continues on for Jack, uh, for Jacksonville. Yeah, let's and scoot I, through the. Are you going to say anything? The, else only, about this the game? only thing I was going to say is everyone in um, AFC South is now on two and two, so the entire league is drawing. So it becomes a. Uh, so I think we said at the beginning of the season that was one of the most interesting divisions, and yeah, it's continuing to show that's yeah, the case. Yeah, absolutely. The Sunday night game was really boring, something they're talking about for very long, but the Dallas Cowboys went to the New Orleans Saints, and because it's in New Orleans, they scraped the win. Uh, Dallas held to just 45 yards rushing. Helped that Sheldon Rankins was back at defensive tackle. He hasn't been there since January uh, with an injury. Uh, Von Bell with two fumble recoveries as well for the Saints. Yeah. So, good game for... Well, the defence is basically, but mostly for the, the New yeah. Orleans Saints. Well, Saints didn't score a touchdown. It was only Will Lutz scoring t- scoring field goals that yeah. got them the 12 points. And some fairly uh, lengthy ones as well. Like that. Yeah, well, it's really inside the dome, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, it was f- a fairly terrible game, really, um, other than defences turned up. I would like I'm to- not upset by it, let's put it that way. Well, <laughs> you're an NFC East rival mm-hmm. taking a loss. I was off on Monday, so I stayed up to watch this one. Um, the only thing I can say, which sums up this game, is everyone I told yeah. that I stayed up and watched this one, the levels of sympathy I got are unrivaled. <laughs> they are, yeah. Because yeah. normally you just get abuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People just going, oh man, sorry Why to Why did you that. stay up to watch that game then? I was off on the Monday. Why would oh, I not? Okay. I was expecting it to explode into life any minute, and it just didn't. Any second now. Yeah. Any second now. It just didn't. It's the final whistle. <laughs> <laughs> it was like our season last year. It just never got going. <laughs> 
and Jim's fantasy season. Yeah. Oh, burn! Ouch! Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm setting myself up for a fail here. He's yeah. going to beat me this week. I'm going to smash you. This oh, you two playing this week? Yeah. I did not. I want to give a shout out to Robert Quinn very quickly. Uh, he oh, looked like Bob someone Quinn. had him on fast forward for this entire game. A- any play, he was just zooming around the pitch trying to get hold of the, the quarterback. So, I think out of all the players on the on the on the team there, he looked very very good. He got two sacks as well on the Sunday. Um, just before we move on though very quickly Teddy Bridgewater my, my voice is going sorry Teddy Bridgewater not great stats so far but he's getting the job done yeah um, he's not breaking 200 yards passing a game but do we hold out until after this weekend when he plays the Bucks? yeah or, you know, this is this is why you have to have a decent or at least a half decent backup quarterback in this league yeah we've seen so many quarterbacks go down and your season can be tanked depending on who's coming in uh, in relief yeah, he's doing a fine enough job. Yeah, it's, yeah. You'd rather be, you'd rather have a backup who doesn't have good stats but wins games. Yeah. Than one who comes in has great stats and loses. It's a good position for the Saints as well because yeah, they've they've got they've got time with him there. Haven't they? they don't need to rush, yeah, I guess. rush anything. So. I think he's, I want to say, second best backup in the league, probably behind Tannehill. Tannehill's probably the best option to come off the bench if he can stay fit. I can't think of many others really who are going to be. First choice. I mean, take yeah. away Haskins because that's you know it's not fair. Long term, yeah. yeah, he's obviously the best backup. Genuinely, well, in terms not fair, of, but I mean, Gardner Minshew came in and he's getting wins. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's now the starter. He's no longer the backup. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, um, but I can't think of many that rival Bridgewater. It's just a smart bit of business. I mean, mm-hmm. Peyton's done well getting. I mean, it was obvious that Taysom Hill wasn't going to be. <laughs> you know, he's the gadget guy. Um, but yeah, I think they've done a smart job getting yeah. someone in and they're not paying him very much. They're paying him, what, seven million a year, something like that. The only concern, obviously, with Bridgewater is his uh, durability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed he stays healthy. On the other side, Dak Prescott, he's kind of regressing a little bit from week one. Uh, four touchdowns, then three, then two, then zero. Yeah. Should we be concerned here? I mean, he's trying to get a big contract at the moment, isn't he? So. Uh, I think the big contract has already been agreed and signed. It's yeah. just not coming to effect yet. It will get it. I don't still. think it has, but I, I think I'm pretty sure it has. They're sold I, on him. They, oh yeah, they're definitely sold. No, I don't think. I don't think it makes much difference. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on to the Monday night game then. That was the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like I didn't. Who in the Bengals? That's not nice of you, Dave. Come on, have some respect for the oh, dead. I like the Bengals. <laughs> respect for the dead. <laughs> Not a good start for the Steelers. Uh, Bengals got a field goal on their first drive. Little did we know, though, that was the end of their scoring for the game. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it was fairly uh, comprehensive after that. Mm -hmm. Eight sacks on Dalton, which I'm loving right now. Cam Hayward got two and a half. One and a half for TJ Watt. Bud Dupree got a sack. Devin Bush got a sack. Tyson Olu got a sack. I just think Tyson Olu. Okay. Used to play for the Jags, but he got a trade then. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's not often. I can't remember really the last time we had like a defense that was getting multiple sacks on on quarterbacks. You'd have to go back to kind of Troy Polamalu days. Mm. Jets. Were... It's a bit, it's a bit Bengals. Come on, Jets. <laughs> it's not just that game, Dave. We've actually got a defense which is being aggressive, which I really like to watch. Uh, just very quickly, then John Ross suffering an injury. Looks like a dislocated shoulder on the mm. on the play. Um, not good because obviously he's starting to to come into his own there yeah. with uh, AJ Green being out. Yeah, but he's also f- due back fairly soon as well, so that's a bit of a bummer. Why right? are they trading him? 
I mean, AJ Green's one of those guys that never stays healthy, mm. but he's he's looking for a big contract now. And if they're, they're now 0-4, I think they even want to play for him now. And they've got too much talent in wide receiver. Uh, Tyler Boyd's looking him. pretty good. So, Boyd you looks know, good. Do you need him there? Um, I, I, I think he would take attention away from them. So it might who's help. Who's on? Is it Hill? Something Hill? I can't remember what it is now. I think I think he would definitely help them because he would take the tension away. Ross. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to be out for about a month now, John Ross, with that injury. Yeah, it looked like a fairly Ross. straightforward uh, dislocation on his uh, right shoulder. Yeah, and the fact you've got uh, Gio Bernard, who's a gadget receiver who can still catch, and you've got Tyler Eifert, who's a very good tight end, and Joe Mixon's your bell cow yeah. running back, and probably spells the end. Um, but it's certainly the end in Cincinnati for him. Whether he'll go somewhere else, I don't know. Someone will pick him Call up on the New cheap. England. Mm. Uh, I don't say I don't. Mm, maybe. Well, they've got that five million grievance with uh, Antonio yeah. Brown. They've got dead cat money there. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that one. That was the Steelers' ninth straight win over the Bengals. Yeah. So nice to see. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly happy with that. I'm not going to say too much about Mason Rudolph. I was going to say you, ask, you sold. Up, you sold on the reindeer now. No, no. Um, well, he completed. They, he got. 20, uh, 28 attempts 24 completed I mean yeah, that's very good because he was checking down and that's yeah. what yeah I mean he didn't he, throw he, the ball at any one point more than about he took what the Bengals gave yards. him through the entire game which yeah. is fine you know, well there was the one uh, touchdown throw to Deontay Johnson uh, which took the top off but other than that yeah it was all checked down they used the Wildcat system so Jalen Samuels mm. who's our, our rookie running back they used him really well um, yeah that running was passing interesting identification that they've had for that game well I think um, what I read was that the um, offensive line coach said to our offensive coordinator Randy Fickner who is obviously a part time porn star with that name that uh, we need to we need to run we need to run Wildcat more we need to kind of get them moving side to side and and, and trick them out and uh, it worked the Bengals had no answer for us and we were moving six seven yards a time to be fair you, you could have just ran it down their throat and the Bengals probably wouldn't have had any answers it's not that you. easy it's not that easy Dave <laughs> do you think that's there to stay or do you think that's uh, situ- um, situational thing? it was against the Bengals so we'll see how it works against uh, against the Ravens yeah. but um, they obviously can be got at on the ground and we have got some good wide receivers there so I think it just keeps a, a defence unbalanced though doesn't it so you could well, exactly. there's a benefit to doing it against the Ravens for that reason yeah, nice long, uh, long drives, mm. sustaining it. You know, it's kind of a, the patriot way of doing it. You know, dink and dunk, mm. work your way down the field. Yeah, high percentage throws. Um, don't need to go very far. Just mm. need to get enough to to move the chains, and, uh, and give your defense a chance to rest. Yeah. And we've got a very good defense right yeah, now. If so the defense is going that well on the other side as well. It does help. I am very happy with th- that defense. I think the thing for the for the small thing on the Bengals offense side, they they were just third and long. Every almost every yeah every drive, and when they they got close, they would they got a sack, which yeah. would then cause a fumble, and we'd recover it. You know, funny thing was the reception in the end zone as well. There was a couple of sacks that they had, which I found quite interesting in the fact that Dalton obviously was thinking, okay, I need to drop back further so I can see the sack come in and have more time. But their line was so porous, he was dropping back fifteen yards and getting sacked. So well, it's, a, it's a terrible offensive line. No, I for agree. The but immediately, instead of it being you know, taking a sack on first down and it being second and 17, it was second and like 28. I mean, one of them was ridiculous. It was third and 30 or something. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Third and 40 and things. It was mm-hmm. it was insane. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, they, their first round draft pick was Jonah Williams, left tackle for Alabama, and he's already injured, yeah. so he wasn't there. They had to pick up Andre Smith off the street at left tackle. He was getting run over by uh, Bud Dupree quite quite consistently. You know, Jesus, I mean, you know, there's just there's a mess across that entire uh, O line. Yeah, if you look at all the teams that are currently zero four, the vast majority have dog shit lines. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the way it is. It's the unsexy part of the yeah. game. But mm-hmm. Well, I think the Broncos line necessary. isn't as bad as it was. We just concede too many penalties, which equates to a dog shit line. It just, just that's yeah. just what it is. Same goes for the Redskins. Same goes for every other own fourteen. Jets. Yeah, Jets, Miami, yeah, you name it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there we go. So that's the, that's the Bengals done, and let's move on then to the uh, picks for Week Four. Just the review because obviously we have the uh, King versus the People. Last week it was Nick, our resident Jets fan, a long-suffering Jets fan. Uh, going up against him so King managed to get 9 hey I beat him I got 11 out of 15 right Nick 9 out of 15 so another tie in the picks uh, where it was different was uh, let's see Nick got the Browns uh, result right uh, against the King King picked the Titans over the Falcons uh, he also picked the Bears to beat the Vikings whereas Nick went with the Vikings uh, Nick went with the Saints to beat the Cowboys so that's how it all shaked out as to 9 all, Which does mean that in overall standings, King has 44 points after four weeks. Us, the people, have 41. So thank you very much, Nick, for picking those and keeping us in the hunt. This week, week five, we've got a new challenger. It's Mark, the Patriot fan. Mm. I was hoping the Patriot luck would just rub off on him so uh, we can claw this back. Is it equal? And he hasn't disappointed. We've got a lot of differences between the King's picks, which I have in front of me, and Mark's picks for the people. So, let's have a look at it. The first game in week five are the LA Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. West Coast matchup. What are we thinking, boys? So I was to fix trial, wasn't listening. I was, I was catching up on the breaking news. The uh, Cardinals owners passed away. Yeah, I saw that. So, I've just seen that. Right. Sorry okay. about that. I was just so- reading it on my phone. What's his name? Bill. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bill. Yeah. So, Rams against Seahawks. Rams, Seahawks. Uh, Rams. It's uh, it's in Seattle, right? It is. So, yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks. Mm. Yeah, well, both the King and Mark have gone for the Seahawks. So, they're going for the home. Oh, I'm rogue. I'm on my own on that one. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a 50-50 but I just think in Seattle gives them the edge. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to play in Seattle. It's difficult to talk as well for me. So uh, we'll get through this <laughs> as quick as possible. Uh, we've got the New York Jets off their bye week at the Philadelphia Eagles. Simon? I'm going to go Eagles. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I agree. You confident I mean, this week? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, we'll, we'll prob- this is like the week that we should win and lose and then next yeah. week we'll have a game where we should lose and we'll win but yeah, yeah this is the game where you'll you'll struggle and you'll probably win by half a score or something <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, yeah but, a, a missed field goal run back for three points with it or something you know yeah something weird uh, both guys have gone for the Eagles in this one unsurprisingly yeah next up it's the Atlanta Falcons at the Houston Texans I'll go first South 3 South I reckon Texans Texans for me as well. Yeah. Texans at home. I think the Texans are a bit too yeah. strong, and I cannot 
trust the Falcons to put in a decent performance. I've been warning about the Falcons. No, I know, and you were right. I'll give you that. I I was a bit higher on them than you were, but you're bang on. And they're the team with the highest salary this year. Really? Yeah, they pay pay their players more than any other team, Mm. and look what they've got. One thing I didn't mention, actually, was after the game, because they were talking about how the the crowd were kind of booing at halftime. And Matt Ryan was like, yeah, we need, to give them a, we need to find a way to make it noisier in this stadium. I was like, you've already done that. <laughs> Didn't work out too well for you. But uh, So then we've got a split here. So the King has gone for the Texans. Mark has gone for the Falcons. Okay. Mm. We'll see how it goes. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, ooh. I'm, I'm siding with Mincho on this one. But yeah. it's backup QBs all the way. It is. And it's potentially going to be two teams leaning on the run game. Um, home advantage isn't going to exist if, uh, if Fournette stays on, on yeah. track yeah. well home advantage isn't going to exist because they're both relatively close I'm going to change my mind actually I'm going to go with the Panthers just because I think their run game is stronger and more reliable yeah, um, Panthers okay. is, my, is my pick on that one well both the King and Mark have gone for the Jags mm, interesting so there we go. Mm. that is interesting they obviously get a bit of Minshew magic mm-hmm. next up it's the this is going to be a good one the Arizona Cardinals at the Cincinnati Bengals. I hope you've been ironic then, saying that's going to be a they're good evenly one. matched. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you mean they're evenly terrible? You don't want to have a blowout. This is going to be a tough game. I it, think. It, I, I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to win this quite comfortably. Oh, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Bengals. <laughs> well, we got just to disagree. That's yeah, the yeah, only that, reason. You, you carry on, mate. <laughs> just to disagree. That's literally the only reason. That is to, dis- to be contrary, and you're going to yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm going to go the other when way. I, when I get the first pick in the Redskins game this week, are you going to disagree with me then? I don't know who the Redskins are playing. Oh, let's just see. If You'll you soon find out. Okay. So uh, we've got a split in the picks as well. So the King has gone for the Bengals, and Mark has gone for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So that could be an interesting game. Mm. Then we've got the Minnesota Vikings at the New York Giants. Ooh, I'm going to go Giants why not Saviour Saviour's been reborn <laughs> Super Bowl bound <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Vikings because I want the Vikings to win <laughs> <laughs> again we've got a split the King has gone for the Vikings uh, Dalvin Cook and Mark has gone for the Giants and Daniel Jones so there we go then it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints uh, so it's an NFC South matchup Saints yeah. Saints at home again yeah Saints at home yeah both of them have gone for the Saints yeah, that that could be close or it could not be depends which depends Bucks, which Bucks turn, up, turn up doesn't it yeah I mean if they turn up like they did against the Rams then there's no way that Bridgewater can keep exactly. up with that score yeah. so that will be very tasty mm-hmm. it's an AFC North matchup it's the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers Ravens Ravens yeah. What about you, Jim? The knife in my heart from both of you. And you? from the King and from Mark. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm back in the Steelers on this one. They're at home. Good man. Uh, Ravens are falling off a little bit. You know, mm. two losses in a row. And uh, they've been shown, they've given the blueprint on how to beat them. Yeah. I think I think if the Ravens have another defensive performance like they did, we can just go on, then you've got a good chance. But I fancy they're going to have a bit of a kick up the backside and... Yeah, you might struggle. Okay, fair enough. We'll see how it happens on the next week's show. We shall. <laughs> then it's the New England Patriots at the Washington Redskins. I'm going to go Patriots. <laughs> I'm going to go Redskins. No, I'm oh, not yeah. going to go Patriots. 
Unfortunately, it is a, a complete washout there for the Patriots. The it's the Redskins over four starters the worst in their history since losing their first five in two thousand and one. Mm. The worst in their history in the last eighteen years. Yes, <laughs> in their long and storied eighteen year history. Hashtag there. stats. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the London game. It's the Chicago Bears at the Oakland Raiders. I'm gonna go Bears because I think Rockwell Smith's back and the Raiders suck. Ooh, in, in London game. in London I mean yeah well that's, that's true yeah see I think if this was in Chicago <laughs> right I would actually go Raiders but this what so if it's in Chicago you go for the Raiders yeah but the fact that it's in London I'm going to go the Bears the bridge too far is it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> alright well uh, both of the guys gone for the Bears yeah Do they, I don't know did that sound as crazy as you made it sound? It did sound crazy. I don't understand no, that. No, I get it. You got but Chase... the Raiders are playing at home. You've got Daniel Chase playing and everyone's going to be... Oh, I thought you said at at the Bears in London. Is it, is Bears, it Raiders? Home? Bears at Raiders. Right, right, right. Okay, fine. Even, we, so you're well, my sentiment with... being that the fact that it's in, in London, right. I think the Raiders lose. If it was in America, whether that's at the Raiders <laughs> or the Bears, I think the Raiders lose. Right, okay. So if it was a, if it was a Raiders actual home game, yeah. then you say, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're good. I got it. What's the matter with your face, Dave? It's like it's just ugly. How long like have Daniel you got? Jones? You're looking it's at me ugly. and at, at the same time. I missed a part of the conversation. I, I'm honest. I might as well have been in Spanish because I was a bit lost. But carry on. Excellent. I'll listen so, back. It's fine. You listen to this bit. It's the Denver Broncos at the LA Chargers. Chargers. Uh, Broncos. Broncos oh, oh, have wow, never wow. been in their entire history, in our entire history, 0 and 5. Never. Until now. Until now. But we'd never had two back-to-back losing seasons until last season, so we're breaking records all over the place. Um, Chubb's out. We're losing our pass rush. Uh, Offense is looking a bit more ropey by the week. Um, Not looking terrible, though, as a lot of people would have predicted. Um, (laughs) Defense isn't looking as elite as possible. We haven't got our premier cornerbacks back. It just is what it is. And yet the Broncos are still winning this game, yeah? Yeah, we're at home, though, so it's good. (laughs) That oxygen. No, you're not. It's in LA. Yeah. You know full well any team that visits the Chargers are a home team. <laughs> by definition, you know that to be the case. We're at home. All right. Okay, but they both won for the Chargers. So. Yeah. So last three games. First up, it's the Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys need a response game, but so do the Packers. Yeah. Uh, I'll go for opposite of whatever you say. I'm going Packers. I'll go whoever the Packers are playing. The Cowboys. Cowboys. Right. I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Why aren't you listening anymore? Is, is it, Sorry? Know? I didn't hear you. <laughs> what an arsehole. Uh, so yeah, both have gone for the Cowboys in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the late game is the Indianapolis Colts at the Kansas City Chiefs. 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 Tick, tick. <laughs> Poor Colts. But not but not in a terrible way. No. It's, it's just, just that they're going to lose. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. The Monday night game then. This should be good. Cleveland Browns at the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers. off their bye 49ers for me yeah oh, I don't think the 49ers are that great neither uh, do I but I think they're better than the I think yeah. they're better than the Browns yeah 49ers I haven't had a chance to really convince him yet have I so, nope. uh, well we've got another split so the Kings gone for the 49ers and Mark's gone for the Browns the Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins are on a bye this week good for the and Dolphins those are, they can't get any worse <laughs> yeah you can stay where you are Dolphins for one week uh, so there we go those are the picks for week 5 we've reviewed week 4 um, thanks very much guys for doing that thank you again for Nick for picking for week 4 
And uh, yeah, good luck to Mark for week five. If you are listening to this on YouTube, because we are now posting the, the pick section onto YouTube, then great. I've just realised that my voice is going to be sounding especially sultry for that entire section. Or just dry and and dying. <laughs> it feels that way at the moment. But uh, yeah, if you're listening on our podcast, which we do every week, you can like and subscribe to that on iTunes or DoublePod or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, check out jimtheking.com as well to see our picks on there and uh, where we stream the, the podcast and the videos. Anything else, guys, I've got to say before we sign off? Nope. Nope. No, just check us out on Twitter at jimtheking and uh, jimtheking.com. Yep. So until next week. I, and I've got a, a voice again, hopefully. I'm away next week. You're not... Yeah, you're in, you're in the, the I'm States I'm in the States week. next week, yeah. For two weeks. I am. Enjoy yourself, Dave. Not watching an NFL game while you're over there. Oh, I am. Well, we're not... No, we're going to a college game. We're not going to an NFL game, though. Are you going to walk around like the Seattle uh, Stadium or something? Uh, we're going to try and do a stadium tour, but we've got to try and fit it in. So we'll see which way we go with it. squeeze it into we Seattle. We did a stadium oh, tour in, in Denver, and it was interesting to see, because they focus more on... It's good to do if you're a proper NFL fan because they focus more on the operations behind it and what goes into putting on an NFL game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bloody lot. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting to do, so I think we're going to try and squeeze that one in. Okay. Have fun. Well, good luck, man. Take lots of pictures. Yep. Send us some videos. <laughs> <laughs> Me in the shower. In the yeah. shower. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not again. <laughs> so until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Felice Side. That's been Devin David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.